Hey rock stars, I'm Lydia Billings. And I'm Colleen Starcoke. And you're listening to Rules Aren't Real, a Rowan Coaching production. Have you ever followed a rule that didn't end up serving you? Here's an example. I can't be an artist and make money. Or how about this one? You can't start a new career after 30. Colleen and I want to explore why people often follow these rules, even though they aren't always awesome. Every other week, we'll dissect and debunk a societal, cultural, or individual rule invented by humans. We'll also look at some of the neuroscience behind why we're wired to follow the beaten path. On the alternating weeks, we'll interview a super rad real-life guest who has achieved badass results by completely breaking the previous week's rule. Get ready to climb out of that box, folks. Welcome to Rules Aren't Real. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another badass episode of Rule Breaking, Rules Aren't Real. This week, we are speaking with our amazing guest, Kelly Davis, who is a born and raised Brooklynite um, from here in New York. Um, She's a graduate of Sarah Lawrence and the Institute of Culinary Education. She's trained professionally as a pastry chef and a baker, which makes me want to eat all the things. And um, she's going to be sharing with us today about um, breaking the rule that real women are mothers. So, yes, yes, some women (laughs) are mothers, but that's not a thing that you have to do. So, Kelly, we really would love to dive right in and hear, you know, as someone who isn't interested in having kids, when did you realize that? What's that, you know, where did that come from? How did you sort of know that about yourself? Um, It's not really something that I knew about myself necessarily, that I knew that it was uh, different. What I thought was the case was I thought, like, you had to have children. I thought it literally was a rule. <laughs> um, that you, you know, I, 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 and I thought, you know, I've never wanted to have kids or get married. And I thought, you know, when you turned, I don't know, I was a child, so I probably thought like 16 or something. But um, when you got to be older, at some point, you just sort of had to have a child. And my mom never shied away from, you know, sex or anything like that with me. So I thought, you know, you get older, you have sex, a baby pops out, and that's just what you do. And I remember at some point somebody saying to me, like, you know, you don't have to do that, right? And I thought, like, well, then what are people doing? <laughs> like, why? Um, <laughs> but then why are there so many babies? Yeah, like, why does this keep happening? Because I would go to baby showers and always be like, no. Um, and, like, at that point when I was, like, I think I was like eight or something like that. I said, you know, I don't, I don't think this is for me. I don't want to have kids. And my mom's great. So she was just like, okay. Uh, but the world basically told me you'll grow out of it. It'll be different when you are older. And then when I got older, it'll be different when they're yours. I don't have anything against children. I just personally, you know, it's just not, not an interest for me. It's not something that I see in the cards for me. Um, and if that's the case, I don't really want to, I think kids are great when you're excited about them, you know, and I don't really think it makes sense to roll the dice on something that I'm not interested in and on someone's life, you know, <laughs> like, <to Right>. that, <laughs> like, oops, didn't that, really want you, but now you're here. So exactly. Which is interesting. Exactly. A lot of people, I think one of the stigmas around this is that you're not a real adult as a woman until you're a mother. Um, 
You know, you're just, you're frittering around, you know, spending your life doing crazy things, being independent and using your money unwisely on cocktails and men. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, but apparently that's not not full adult, you know? Um, And, and yet to me, that seems like the most responsible approach that I can imagine, you know, to, to really take someone's life seriously like that. And if you don't want to be a kid to not take that shit out on them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's true. There's the idea of the milestones, you know, in your life of marriage and child and, uh, you know, 2.5 kids and, you know, having buying a home and buying all of that. And, and that's what your life is supposed to be about. And it's interesting to me because that's primarily a idea that's put on women. You know, it's, it's one of those things that you're not, you're not an, you're not a woman if you don't have a child. You're not an adult woman if you don't have a child. And I don't think that's something that's said to men, you know, where it's like, you're, how old are you? Oh, you're 30 and you're not a dad yet. Well, then you're not an adult, you know, like it just, our lives are supposed to be centered around something that, or someone that. I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't think that really needs to be the case. And if it is, that's great. But it also, you know, I think people need to accept the fact that we all have different goals. We're all different people. And for me, having a child is not something that I want to check off my list, you know? And if that's the case, if I'm just doing it to check off my list, that's really messed up, (laughs) you know? Like, yeah. Like yeah. motherhood 101 should kick in and be like, mm, maybe not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm curious what people, you mentioned it for a, briefly, but I'm curious what people have said to you or any like stigmas that you've sort of felt around you um, in conversations with people where you let them know, you know, like, I'm not interested in having children because it is such a milestone, especially exactly like you just said. Like, you know, it's expected that women will check that milestone off their list um, at some point. What do, what do people say to you when they find out that that's not something you're interested in? Most people in general, especially now, um, will do the whole, you know, it's different. It's different when it's yours. You'll, you'll know when it's yours and you'll, it's something will spark inside of you and you'll just automatically want motherhood and it'll be great. Or um, the idea of it being selfish. It's either they think it's selfish towards my parents, primarily my mother, who has never given a shit, like never cared about any of that. Um, Or it's selfish towards partners. You know, your future partners will be lacking something because you've deprived them of this thing that obviously all people want and it is your duty to give them. Um, That's some wow, twisted so many, bullshit. So <laughs> yes. many assumptions, right? Assuming without, without asking that your mom really cares about grandkids or that you're, you know, why, knowing this about yourself, why would you choose partners who want kids? It's also interesting because um, I am, polyamorous so if my partners wanted kids go for it go have kids yeah have a blast (laughs) (laughs) I'm not 
I'm not at all stopping anyone from doing anything. And um, I think it's, I think there's a, a lot of guilt trippy things that people put on uh, women in general, but especially about motherhood, because it's like, okay, fine. If I had, if I buckled and caved and was like, fine, I'll have this kid, whatever, like I'll do it, which I don't think anyone, if that's your thought, don't do it again. <laughs> don't do that. Um, <laughs> I, if I did and I still wanted to work, then I'm depriving the child of me being at home. Or if I wanted to stay at home, then I'm depriving the child of having in this economy food at this point, you know, like I just like, there's no way to win. So you have to really want to be in the game, you know, like there's you like the, you have to not care. It, ha it can't be for other people. You have to literally want this because like I said, like, it's not just about you. It's about another person who has no say in it, you know? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's a really good point that you're making, you know, and, and this idea of selfish um, is, is so interesting. I think we've, we've Ugh, talked. Makes me want to puke. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, um, it's selfish in a really particular social construct that some people still live in. Um, but a lot of people, I think, especially a lot of people sort of in our age, age range, um, younger people in Westernized societies, um, in particular, you know, we're seeing a major drop off in birth rates because like you said, you can't win regardless as a woman. You're facing some stigma. Either you're supposed to be sort of this empowered feminist career person um, or you're supposed to be the perfect mom. Ideally, you're supposed to be all of the above. Um, and the stigmas on moms are also crazy. There's no way to win as a mom either, you know. Yeah. Um, there's 19 different ways that you're supposed to raise your child and you're supposed to right. be doing all of them at one time. Right. And if you drop the ball on any of that, then you have created a monster or like, and I, I, I don't understand. I like, and that's the thing too, is I have friends who have kids. I, I love their kids. You know, I, I'm, I'm not against, I don't want anything negative towards children or anything like that, but I see some of the things that they struggle with and it's sort of like, like I almost want to take up the fight just for them because, you know, like these are strong, brilliant, caring people. And I see once again, primarily I, I you know, I'm when you, when you're friends with a family, you know, you're, you're friends with the couple, you know, but right there's a pressure on my friends who are women <laughs> in the same relationship with the same child, you know, of like, well, your kid, you did, you decided to breastfeed your child. So now here's X, Y, and Z that's wrong with that. Or you decided to not do, you know, you decided to do formula. Now there's a million things wrong with that. And it's just sort of like, well, <laughs> those are the options and I don't see you pointing any fingers at anybody else. And I just, you know, like I, I think there's this, this idea of guilt around motherhood in general, that if you have a child, if you don't have a child, anything that you do, you're going to get a finger pointed in your face. So I might as well, if I don't want a child be happy in my decision because people are going to blame you no matter what. Absolutely. Well, and it's really working against this, 
you know, this, this idea, this myth of, of womanhood, a particular version and vision of womanhood. And, you know, earlier in the conversation, you were saying, people think I should be a mother. And I was like, what is this book of shoulds? Like, where is this grand book of shoulds? Where is this written? And I was like, oh, the Bible, that's where. Yeah. That, that's well, the- that's, that's that the was the shoulds. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that I get. That's like the I, when I was thinking about it. That's another like stigma thing that I've gotten. Not necessarily as frequently, um, but the idea of like procreation and uh, that sort of being like the end all, be all thing that you can do as like bringing new life and all of that into the world and that's why like sex exists or something like that um and like if that's it's that's how you feel then like mm, part of me wants to be like then you have kids but like also also don't put that pressure on a child (laughs) that's really messed up yeah Um, it's like in that context a woman's primary and most valuable asset is the fact that she can make babies and it's like yeah that's fucking badass that we can make babies and like there's no reason that that's that should be the like be all end all or the the thing at the top of the list that trumps everything else that we're good at you know the other thing about that is that it completely defies any sort of individuality right like that particular function is inherent to the body, not to the person. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing that a lot of women, I don't want to say all women, but a lot of women are capable of doing. Um, and to put it as your primary skill <laughs> or your primary function is saying that, you know, nothing in your experience matters you can do this. It's a thing that you were born to do. Um, so do it. Just don't complain. Don't worry about it. Just do it. And that's icky. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't love that at all. Yeah. Like do it because you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, you know, you were talking about looking at some of your friends and their families. Um, but, you know, this isn't, of course, really about other people. It's about your own personal choice. For you, what would you say are the benefits of not having a kid? Um, maybe even taking some of those families into account. Um, so one thing that I have noticed is a lot of my friends, when they're in relationships, they do like a sort of like, can I see this person being the father of my child or something like that? Um or can I see this person be being my husband and taking care of our children or something like that? And they, they kind of had this countdown. Like, I can't mess around anymore. I can't. And not that I'm, like, in my relationships just being like, I can do whatever I want. I can, like, I don't have to actually care about you because you're meaningless or whatever. Like, I really do care about the people that I'm in relationships with but it's not sort of like a means to an end. Um, And it's the same thing with like my career. I switched my whole, my whole focus. I was stage managing for a while and I switched it kind of late in the game. 
and went to pastry school. And I feel like knowing who I am and how I am in general about plans and things like that, um, I'd be a little bit uh, freaked out if I was tr- if I had this timeline in my head that like isn't a timeline I've ever had to think about because you know I'm not I I know that a lot of people are thinking about their like fertility and that's just not a thing that's on the books for me you know like I don't I could I could switch up my life I'm sure you know a lot of people could with children but like I could decide I want to move to Arizona tomorrow, you know, and if I could figure out the money and some type of opportunity for work, I could do it, you know, and I kind of, I don't see that being the case if I wanted children, you know, I don't, I think like I'm, I'm 28 and I, I don't think I would have to settle down tomorrow, but I, I like, it's a thing that I watch some of my friends think about constantly. Like we need to move in now because we need to know how we are together so that we can be married so that we can have kids, you know? And it's just not a thing that I'm, I'm really focused on at the moment. I can, I'm focused on my family and my career, but like not in that way, you know? Yeah, Totally. It's almost as though your relationships don't revolve around having babies. Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> the whole reason we're here. Um, cool. Do you, I mean, you, you just started to touch on it, but is there anything else that you think um, is available to you right now or in your life because you don't have kids? Like, if you were a mother are there things in your life right now that wouldn't be available anymore? Um, you know, I don't want to say, I don't want to, okay. I don't want to be like matter of fact about it because I think women are capable of anything. And I think you can be that woman who like does everything and like fights crime and like, you know, like solves murders on the weekends and also like has a kid. Yes. And, you know, like, whatever. Like, I think you can do literally anything (laughs) me personally I don't I just I don't there are so many things that I don't worry about necessarily like I I have an IUD I do not need to worry about any type of anything in that vein for the next five years and if like in the next if I in the next five years those are the times when I'm supposed to be like necessarily extremely fertile I don't know if I would be up to doing that right now I don't know if that would be my preferred choice of birth control and considering the fact that I don't have health care and I can go to Planned Parenthood and have that taken care of and not think about it when our world is falling apart like that to me is like number one thing that I can just like be cool with because I'm not the idea of okay, well, I'll do birth control for right now. And then in two years, I would like, no, like I just forever, all of the birth control. I remember when I was like 12 or something, I literally started telling people, I like realized there were multiple kinds of birth control. And I was like, I want to be on it all. I want all of it. Give me all of it. Give me every Every pill, every method. (laughs) 
All yeah. the condoms, everything you have. Literally, just make it rain condoms. Like, I don't, I don't want any of it. And it's something that I don't have. And I'm like, I, I thought about it actually the other day where I was like, would I be comfortable making, I mean, you can have an IUD removed and everything. Like, I'm not saying that it's a hard and fast thing, but like. In general, just, there's, it sounds like there's just a lot of planning that. Yeah. You, don't have to have be a part of your life you know yeah and, it, and it's not so much that it's uh, you know better or worse um but for you it, it it frees a lot of your your mental energy that you can apply to other aspects of your life like switching yeah careers, um, it's not even sorry it's not even like I don't plan it's just that my plans are focused in a different direction you know mm-hmm. um and I don't think I like you said, I don't think it's a better or worse thing to do, but it is mine. You know, it's my plan. And I I couldn't see myself doing anything otherwise because I, I've never I've never had that on the books for me. I think that's what I love so much is that you are like just within yourself. You're very clear about what you want and don't want. And it sounds like all of the, um, I'll call it sexist propaganda that lives inside (laughs) of our world and our conversations hasn't really like made any kind of impact on what you want, um, in this area at least. And I, I think that's kind of badass because I think a lot of young women or women our age think that even if they don't want to, they are supposed to have kids. And, like, Mm -hmm. their resolve may not be quite so, I don't know, grounded the way that yours is. So um, I'm curious if you you were having a conversation with a woman who was, like, deciding whether or not she wanted to have kids and, like, maybe didn't want to but felt like she was supposed to. Do you have anything that you would say to someone like that? Um, Well, firstly, I think that, like, all the credit in the world has to go to my mom because she made it very clear to me that like all options are my options. Like when I wanted, when I was ready to have sex, when I was ready to um, start thinking about like my, the rest of my life, all of that, it's always been her saying, um, you know, it's fully, fully supportive and, this is your life. So like, you need to make those choices. And that's what I would say to this person. Like, it's incredibly hard. I was lucky that I was told that at a very, very early age, but it is incredibly difficult. I know for other people to drown out what we have been told for our entire life is a rule. (laughs) But at the end of the day, that's not real. And you have to make your choices for yourself. And like, I don't even want, I wouldn't even say like, here are my pros and my cons because that's not what, that's not what it should be. It should be about what you think you want the rest of your life to look like, or you want the next, you know, few years of your life to look like, or even if you, what you feel in your heart, you know, I can't tell anybody that. So there's nothing I could sit down and say like, Like, I'm not bringing to the table, like, here's my spreadsheet about why you shouldn't have kids. I go for it, you know? Yeah. This isn't, like, reasons to be a vegan. Like, this is a different kind of conversation. (laughs) 
No, but you're right. It's really all about personal choice. And, and I love that your answer was basically rules aren't real. <laughs> yeah. But I know. <laughs> it is. And I think, you know, if um, your mom really served as a, a model of this, it sounds like, you know, it wasn't so much like her choice was to have a kid. Sounds like she was totally cool with that decision and, and really enjoyed the shit out of it. But she modeled for you that the point was choice, not child. Yeah, exactly. Like, in in general, it wasn't even about, a, a, it wasn't a conversation about having children, you know? I think that might have been a part of it, just because I, I remember it coming from someone, probably a family member, um, giving me one of those, like, you'll change your mind later about marriage and kids and all that um, talks and her basically saying, you know, like, you don't have to change your mind about anything. Like you don't have to. And like, and I think part of that I'm sure had to do with that. I was probably at an age like 11 or 12 or something like that, where there's a lot of peer pressure to do tons of other stuff. Um, but I think part of it was her, like, she genuinely means that. And she's always meant that of just like, my choices aren't your choices. Your choices aren't my choices. I'll help you and talk through literally anything you want to talk about at any time of the day. But in the end, it's a decision you have to make for yourself. Man, your mom sounds like a gift. Like everybody needs their Can own. Can we pers- interview your mom? <laughs> um, you should. You should just have her like in the corner at all times because that's where I keep her. <laughs> I keep her. <laughs> and it's worked out really great for me. That's like me and my mom. I'm always like, Mom, I need a thing, or here's what's going on. She's like, Okay, great. That's awesome. But he needs one. Good mom. Yeah. Good- Good mom to model choice. Um, very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show today and talking to us about this. It's, um, you know, as always, we're not here to support um, one side of the argument or the other. Uh, and, you know, really more power to all mothers. What an incredible job. What an incredible responsibility to choose to bring a whole brand new human into the world and then teach that human how to not be a serial killer. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. And also, you know, how to, be, how to be aware, how to be woke, how to look at privilege, how to, you know, imagine having like a boy child right now. Um, I mean, or a girl child. Equal, equal challenges, right? I Any don't know. type of child right now is going to yeah. need a lot of conversations. <laughs> a lot of conversations, right? I mean, like, what a responsibility. And so truly more power to parents who are, who are up for it and into it. But for goodness sakes, don't take that on if you don't truly want it, right? Yeah. Not even if you don't, don't take it on if you don't truly want it, but also, like, especially don't take it on if you don't want it at all. You know, right. like, if you're, if you're like, okay, maybe, I don't really think so, but maybe, then that's like, well, at least you said maybe. Like, at least you were, but uh-huh. I know a lot of people who are like, eh, I didn't want to do this either. And I'm like, well, this is your life now. Like you've done it. It's, right. It is done. Right. Here is I'm this person. This child. <laughs> <laughs> Here they are. <laughs> yeah. So like, really like you can't, as much as I'm saying, like, I think everyone should make the decision for themselves. I get that. It's hard. Like I get that. 
there's a stigma around it and that there are a lot of like there's going to be judgy eyes and everything like trust me i see it but like it's on us to like shape a future generation even those of us who don't have children is on us to create hopefully a generation that doesn't destroy the world um so like if you could make one less as colleen i think said serial killer that would be great like if you could do that you're set you're good yeah you know, I, re- I read, um, just to close it out with something weird, because why not? Um, <laughs> I read this, uh, I heard about this on Freakonomics, um, and it, it's, a, it's a correlation, not a cause, but there was a study done on the um, kind of the intersection between crime rates and um, abortion being legal. And they saw when... Um, abortion was illegal, crime rates um, generally went up. Mm -hmm. And the logic behind it was that when there are more children in the world born to parents who don't want them and don't take the responsibility for that, but also don't demonstrate the love and respect and affection that every human sort of needs, like food, Mm -hmm. um, they're more likely to pursue alternate paths in life, I guess. Um, and I thought it was really interesting. So, you know, like it is a big responsibility. It is really a big responsibility. And I think the thing we're not also saying here is, um, not just moms, dads, all the same stuff goes just because you're not, you know, housing the child, same Mm -hmm. stuff goes. Yeah, Yeah. I, like I said, I, I hear all these things constantly towards my friends or people that I know or people that I see or even like celebrities who are women and it you never like it's rare it's very very rare that that stigma is put on men and I was thinking about this the other day they did um you know there's, there's this whole effort in trying to normalize uh the even the concept of abortion, which I think is like a necessary thing. I don't think it's like, sometimes this is like not a, like, sometimes you have to do it. Like sometimes you it's, it's needed. And that's like, and in, in a, you know, they'll, they'll talk about the health of the mother or something like that. But sometimes it also is just, it is a necessary thing that we need in our society. If that's what I believe. But in doing so, they had a lot of celebrity women talking about their abortions and I noticed that like takes two to tango and there were no men talking about the fact that you know they supported that you know like they supported their partners in that time and I I think we need to like I, I think we need to support women a thousand percent but we also need men to step up and be counted in this situation and like fatherhood is just as important as motherhood and they don't I don't I mean I know that there are certain cases where people look to the father and say you know like you weren't there or whatever like that but like there's no stigma like I said of men you know you're 30 or 40 or something like that and I, I guess maybe it's because you can the clock, I guess, doesn't run out for men, but still, like, I'm, 
we are done carrying this banner on our own. Like, step up and be counted, dudes. Like, I just... For real. For real. Well said. Love it. And, and you know, also, um, guys, if you don't want to be dads, that's okay. You know? There's a lot of women out there who are honestly totally on board with that. Um, you just got to communicate that and take responsibility, you know, in the same way, if you don't want to have kids, that's awesome, but don't let that be an accidental thing that happens. Cause that's, you know, that's your fair share too. Like you mm-hmm. said, it's a star banner to carry. Yep. Cool. All right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> questions for our awesome guest? No, um, no, just thank you for an awesome conversation and um, for joining us. And for those of you listening, feel free to send us um, any thoughts or feedback or questions on this week's episode and um, keep an ear out for next week. As always, you can find us online or on Facebook. Colleen, what's our Facebook thing? I always forget it. It is facebook.com slash R-A-R podcast. There you go. That one. Um, (laughs) And yeah, we'll see you there and see you all next week. Thanks so much, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Our pleasure. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Rules Aren't Real. We hope it gave you some serious food for thought when it comes to the rules you might be following in your own lives. In fact, we'd love to hear about those personal rules of yours or any other thoughts you have about our show. Join the conversation on Instagram at RAR Podcast today. If you want to learn more about Lydia or me, please visit our website at rowancoaching.com slash RAR. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to break some more rules with you next week. See you soon. soon.